Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. And my mind is ready to go fishing. Yes, it's calm. Dave, you said it's calm outside? It is calm outside. And the temperature is about 70? 74. Oh. Airport, 73 downtown. Ross Francisco. Come on, man, let's go. I'm working up at the warehouse, <laughs> and uh, it might only be 74, but my goodness, that sun is intense. Yeah, yeah, we got some humidity out there that makes it even worse. I suppose, but it sure beats shoveling. Oh, uh, yeah, my wife and I were beefing about the hot weather yeah, a couple of days ago, but then I showed her a picture of what we had, I don't know, end of March with that seven-foot glacier on the garage. Yep. Yep, it did some serious damage. We got less Grumdahl coming out to try and fix a few things. So uh, I looked out the window, and I didn't see a lot of action, I mean wave action, on Lake Superior. This might be the day we go out in the big lake. Yep, it's uh, this actually makes it a little tougher to fish sometimes, you know, because it's flat and, and uh, the fish go a little deeper and it's starting to warm up. But but uh, overall, we've had a good run of it. You know, we've had almost six weeks of excellent fishing on the big lake. Inland lakes were just on fire. Yep. Um, so we've yep. had a good run of it, and so now we might have to work a little bit harder. Uh, but uh, still, fishing has been good this last week. If we are, how do we say this? If we think we're pretty adept at fishing, I don't know, Winnie or Cutfoot or Island Lake, you know, any of those. Can we take those same skills onto Lake Superior and score fish? Uh, In the spring of the year, um, maybe. Um, Now, probably not. Probably not. Fish are going a little deeper, so you got to know a little bit of what you're doing. Downriggers. Um, but, boy, yeah, well, or, or dipsy divers or, or lead core or something like that to get down. But early on this spring, it was hilarious. I mean, people were coming up from Minneapolis and taking their walleye gear and going out and getting a mess of cohos. I'm <laughs> thinking, boy, you're going to come back next year, and it's not going to be nothing like this at all. Yeah. But, but the fish are bigger than usual, too, so that was sort of fun. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been really good. Busy at the store. A lot of ki- a lot of kayaks going out the door now as it warms up. Yeah. And uh, so we're, we're starting to see that change into the real summer season you know so it's uh we're hustling trying to keep ahead of that so it's uh, it's been good good well uh fishing has been i'd say okay for the jordan family uh my son has scored a little bit of stuff on the brule and my other son and i have caught a variety of fish on island lake a variety more than usual even right northerns walleyes, perch. I mean, uh, I'm hearing stories like that from everywhere, you yep. know, and the fish are, are a little bigger than usual as a rule. Um, I talked to folks in the Boundary Waters, and they're catching lake trout and northerns and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's been, like I say, it's been good. It's been a good time. And fishing has been pretty easy, uh, and minnows have been available, but maybe not suckers and shiners, but we were able to keep chubs in stock and crappie minnows and things like that. Uh, and then we're able to, uh, leeches have been okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's been all right. And then people have learned how to use plastic baits and stuff. So, so we've got a whole bunch of, uh, plastic baits and, and then we'll have the new, uh, the new, uh, hopefully by next week, we'll have the new, uh, uh, Northland, uh, plastic baits in there. They're, uh, called eye candy and it's, uh, uh, it's actually available for next year, but they, they suddenly had a few. So, uh, we ordered some, so we're going to, we're going to try and bring them in for this season. It's a limited deal, but we'll, we'll bring them in and get them in, show people what they're all about. And then, uh, Rapala baits, that type of thing, people yeah. are cranking those everywhere. That's been busy and that's been productive. Uh, and, um, and, uh, any style, you know, whether it's Brad's or, or Berkeley or Rapala itself. And so that's been good too. So, uh, the big thing is people don't like 
like change. And, and so things are changing now, and so you're going to have to change your tactics. And uh, you'll find the fish if you're willing to change. But if you're going to fish the same way you did last week and you're not catching fish, you need to change. That's just the way it is. Whether it's depth or bait or colors, right? Yep, just keep changing, keep moving. Water's warming up, might go a little faster on the drift, you know, yeah. uh, because the fish are more aggressive, mm. things like that. So, well, we, we're out, my son and I, uh, last weekend, we're out on Island Lake. And uh, nothing, was, we tried minnows, leeches, and crawlers, and we couldn't buy a fish. And I thought, hey, I, I was kicking around this box in my boat, and it's filled with rapalas or, you know, <coughs> plugs. And I thought, what the heck? I haven't used these for years. I didn't troll that thing more than 20 seconds, and I had a very big northern. Yep. Yep. So it's, um, it's and you wouldn't think so. You would have thought the live bait would have did a better job. But, yeah. But, uh, but it, it's that time of year, and the fish are more aggressive. Like I said, the water's warming up, a little more flash, and, uh, and maybe if you would have taken that live bait and jigged it harder or drifted harder or, you know, used a trolling motor to move it, maybe that northern would have picked it up. It's just, it's all kinds of things you just learn as you go, and it's it's never the same. There's no textbook, but there is a lot of books that tell you, keep changing what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and well. don't figure them out. They're going to bite sometime. You just got to figure them out. I, I don't know if I have the record for the most number of lures, plugs, but uh, my wife says I have too many. You can uh, never have too many weapons. Thank you. I'm going to record that and play it to her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got some good deals there at Marine General. Yeah, so we're going into that ski season. You know, we were talking about that, and that's coming up the 4th of July. It's going to be nuts. It looks like weather temperature is going to be, you know, the temperature is going to be in the mid-70s to 80s, and away from the lake, of course, it'll even be warmer. So so we've got, I'm um, hauling ski tubes and water skis this morning down to the store and kayaks. Uh, all the ski tubes and water skis, wakeboards, uh, ski vests, uh, kayaking vests, stuff like that, they're all 20% off. We'll do that probably, for sure, we'll do it uh, through the 4th of July week. So we got a couple weeks here to pick at that stuff. Uh, we've got um, uh, kayaks at 10, 10% off and more, canoes 10% off and more. Uh, all the uh, we got a pile of rods and and combos. Uh, there's a, I wouldn't say there's a glut, but there's enough out there. We've been able to make deals. $35 rod and reel combos for 20 bucks, uh, and they're nice. They're, they're, they're something you wouldn't mind using if you had to. Uh, certainly things you'd keep around the lake and cabin or yeah. extra one in the boat in case somebody needed it. And then uh, all the rain gear, clothing, Carhartt, all that stuff's 20% off. We've got big sale in the store. We do it every year this time, and we'll, like I say, uh, 4th of July runs on a Tuesday, so we're just going to run it from now all the way through the end of 4th of July week. Thank you, Russ. Appreciate it. Good job. See you later. Um, Last summer, last fall, maybe September, um, I have a boat that has a windshield on it, you know. Fancy. It's pretty nice, yeah. Right. And I went over. I wanted. You don't to go. need a windshield when you got a three and a half horse motor. Just <laughs> yes, you're right, but it's bigger yeah, than that. I would imagine. <laughs> so I'm trying to go from where I put in on Island Lake. I wanted to go up the river, meet somebody up there. <clears throat> so, well, there's a bridge in the way. Ah. Uh, Rice Lake Road, number four. Mm. So I thought, well, let's see if I can get under it. And I, I did. I had uh, two or three inches to spare. Wow. And as I'm going very slowly under the bridge, got that windshield, remember? Mm-hmm. A guy in a little 14-foot boat came zinging right oh, past boy. me, causing waves <laughs> and my boat to rise up, oh, no. crash, rise up, crash under the bridge. Oh, boy. And it created quite a mess. And uh, 
we got that replaced thanks to George at uh, <laughs> Zenith Glass, but that right. took a long time. Wow. But uh, it was quite a deal. And, wow. oh, uh, I stopped for some help at uh, Sunshine Willie. Bill is his name. They mm. call him Sunshine Willie because okay. he goes south in the winter. Oh, I see. <clears throat> That's on Rice Lake Road on the, what, the east side. It's been sold. A guy named John Jones is now in charge. Oh. And uh, not only do they fix the canopies and the mm. carpeting of your pontoons and your boats <laughs> and stuff, but he'll also get you a trolley, a motor, uh, propellers. Oh, right. So he's got propellers up there, and he's got the cutest black lab you have ever seen. All right. Is worth, it for sale? Worth no. Oh, he geez. wouldn't sell that for the whole company. I see. That is a beautiful little dog. But if it's ever stolen, check my house. <laughs> 922. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Return to sender. Return to sender. I gave a letter to the postman. Elvis appeared in Duluth once. Twice. Twice. Mm-hmm. I ran across a guy who said he was the chauffeur for Elvis. Really? Well, yeah. could very well be. Probably had a different one in every town. I don't know. <laughs> talking about chauffeurs. Yeah. Not girls. Oh. Yeah. Well, still. <laughs> uh, I think it was a Cadillac dealer. Oh, okay. And he was a salesman. And he... Elvis bought a lot of Cadillacs over the years. Yeah, Usually uh, distributed to all his friends. And... Hey, Pat Kukul, hang on a second. I got an Elvis story. <laughs> oh, boy. Are you there? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm listening to. Here's you. my Elvis story. I've never met him, but we're on a cruise, our very first cruise on the Norwegian cruise line, and he got a very intimate table for eight. Mm. That we're sitting uh, for supper one night. Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Oh, you're from. Do you live near Elvis's house? Yes, they live. They had a. A floral dealership right across the street from Graceland. In, where's that? Nashville? No. De Memphis. And uh, they were real nice about it. And she smiled and she said, yes, I have met Elvis. Wow. And her husband said, I met the dead Elvis. Oh, jeez. I thought, uh-oh, here's a story. They were outside. They're doing this floral business in the morning, early sunrise. And all kinds of sirens are moving over to Graceland. And he said, hmm, what the heck? So he grabs a cup of coffee and a cigarette, and he's walking across the street. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, and everybody's screaming, Elvis is dead, Elvis is dead. And he walked up there, and sure enough, there was Elvis. So I said, as we're having dinner on this cruise ship, so Elvis is truly dead. He uh, said, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That was the question years ago. Is he really <laughs> right. alive or is he dead? Oh, boy. But they all agreed that he was a good guy while he was there. So that's my story, Pat. Do you care? I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like my wife. She's probably going, oh, he's telling uh, that stupid story. Kind <laughs> of a deflating story here early in the morning. But, but you know, it's, uh, Elvis is dead. Okay. And there was a, quite a few years where we said he was everywhere. If he wasn't dead then, he'd be dead by now, probably. Well, after anyway, that story, so. he's probably really mad about it. <laughs> but Pat Kukul joins us top of the morning to you. Well, I have to regroup after that whole Elvis thing. I was, you know, trying to remember where I was at, and I was 
tenant and barn. The guy I was working with was crying, and they can't. It, it was so long ago, everything was a blur. But, yep. you know, like I said, my mother liked him. He sang good music. He was a good guy. It was in the summertime, I believe. It was in the summertime. I, mean, I was at the Wisconsin State Fair, and everywhere I went, they were playing Elvis music. I said, boy, this is kind of weird. Why is Elvis music being heard all over the place? What? And then we found out he had died. Then. What year was that, I think? 77? Something, something like yeah. That. yeah. Well, it had to be after that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Whatever. It was in <laughs> yeah. the 70s. Right. Can we remember anything in the 70s? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if you did, you didn't live it. You didn't live it. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the state legislature in Minnesota, Wisconsin, has, you know, they've quit their, their sessions. Did they pass any bills that would affect gun ownership, Minnesota or Wisconsin? Well, they they definitely made the changes, uh, and I don't know. I'm going to tell you that, and this isn't just Minnesota. uh, The biggest thing in the federal uh, is now when uh, eight under 21 buys a a firearm, or one and under, they they have a waiting period now. Um, and not like even for a shotgun or anything, a rifle. They have an uh, they have an extensive. I think it's a five day or however they got done waiting period for them went on uh, forty four seventy three. Um, so that's changed on on for us, and that's for not just you know that isn't just Minnesota. There's so many. I'm I'm go- not going to go into it. Mm. Because uh, it gets real complicated, and it, you know, it has to do with transfers. And frankly, this morning, I, I like to have everything in front of me before I open my mouth about okay. things like that. I really do. Okay. I, you know, I don't want to miss talk. So, you know, maybe next week, you know, I'll gather it together and we'll talk. It's it's nothing really earth shaking, in, in my opinion. But uh, I know people will disagree with me about it. But I'm, I'm not going to go into that unless I have every single thing in front of me. Well, we're still three and a half months away from a hunting season, is according to my calculations, right? Yeah. Uh, something. Well, it depends what you're hunting. Gross. So yeah. But anyhow, uh, yeah, this is kind of a slow season for us. Uh, there's, you know, people are still buying guns, they're shooting trap, but it's kind of slow. And so, you know, we're doing a little house cleaning here, and we have a whole lot of uh, handguns that uh, we we call them. <laughs> I hate. I don't mean to COVID guns ever. COVID it's guns. A, I understand. COVID guns, yeah, and that aren't moving now. So we have a whole uh, case, and they are marked down below what we paid for them. So, but just you know, they're just not moving. They're great guns. They're all brand new, and uh, so we've got a really, really a good sale on that going on right now. Uh, plus, again, we, as I said before, we have a lot of used things, too. But other than that, you know, we we're, uh, we have the trap shooting, of course, is still big and and going on, and that will be continuing throughout the fall and winter, too, for that mm, matter. Sure. But, yeah, so the next, uh, yeah, people are kind of concentrating on that silly fishing thing right now. Well, <laughs> fish want to be caught. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh, you know, we've got a lot of really good deals here, especially on uh, especially on the firearms for sure. And uh, I don't know, we're we're just uh, enjoying the warm weather like everybody else. But uh, we've also got we're it's we're getting quite a bit of powder in, uh, which is good. But we have the very very unfortunate news that we I'm trying to track it down now that. A semi of primers, Winchester primers, blew oh. up 
Oh. In, in unfortunately, in their parking lot. Unfortunately, so just got this now, and this uh, certainly nobody ever wants to hear anything like that anywhere. Uh, but you know, still, kind of tracking it down. So you know that'll. That's an unfortunate on many different levels. Yeah, and I just said something like, still, we're still three and a half months away, but without mm-hmm. the primers, we could be well, a, not, 10 years away. Well, that's just, of course, just Winchester primers, not okay. that, but okay. they're such a big player, you know, and, sure. and things were just kind of, and it doesn't take much in, in our industry for to have a setback, yep. you know. That's for sure. So, but fortunately, we have a lot of loaded ammunition in. You know, we really do. We're really doing well. And the imports are coming in, too. And, of course, they don't rely on Winchester primers. But uh, federal has their own primers, too. It's not. It's just one. I don't want to make it light of anything because it's a disaster. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, but it, it is one uh, industry. And most of the primers don't go to the reloaders; they go to loaded ammunition. But sure. uh, like I said before, they're you know we're just we've got a pretty good stock of loaded ammo. What are your hours at Superior Shooters Supply? Uh, nine to six Monday through Friday, and nine to five on Saturday. And you got uh, plenty of parking there on Ogden. We try. You, you are bet. the best. Thank you, <laughs> Pat Thanks. Google. Well. It was 1977 when uh, Elvis died, August 16th. Where were you? 19, at the uh, State Fair in Wisconsin. Working in radio in Wisconsin? No, no, just wandering around. Okay. You were working here, though. Uh, I was working at the other station then, yeah. Well, you can... Oh, yeah. Wax. Yeah. Whatever happened to Wax? It became KTCO, which is next door now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Became a country station. How many stations have you worked at? Uh, well, this is one station here. Yeah, one. including the FM on this side. It was just three. Oh, I got you beat bad. Yeah, I can imagine. It's... I think I've been at eight. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, Antigo for one, and then Wax, and then here. That's it. You are not a gypsy. I know. I don't know why. Long-termer. I... Uh... I came up here for a couple of years in 1978. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I'll spend a couple of years up there and then move on. That was a long time and ago. here you are. I'm still here. <laughs> All right. My wagon broke. Ah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Ah, I feel good. Love this song. I feel good. Thank you. Bill Lysecki. That's the guy we call uh, uh, Sunshine Willie. Oh, I see. Okay. Up there, mm-hmm. Rice Lake Road. Johnny Charlstrom, good morning. Good morning. Who did your driveway? Beautiful job there, parking lot driveway. I uh, it's, it's still uh, in progress. Um, yeah, there was a, a one of the young local guys. Um, I think he's like. 18. He's uh, buddies with one of our workers, and they he come and give me an offer on filling in some of the potholes, and then give me another offer on doing the whole fill, patch, seal coat, and this. Let's let's just do it. Well, tell them to come yeah. up to Secret Lake. Mine is being destroyed by roots and rocks. No, I tell you that uh, the young man that's doing the job here. Um, Doing the job here, he's already picked up 
three more jobs. Yeah, so I bet. I think this is his, his business is uh, is growing. You should have him pay you for all this referral. <laughs> I think so. Maybe we'll get a. Hopefully, there's a steep discount on the bill, but we'll find out. Yeah. Um, but back to fishing. Um, how's fishing been? What have you heard, Johnny? Fishing's going all right. Um, it's pulled back a little bit. We got a lot of bug hatches going on now, so. Oh, I hadn't noticed. Not, <laughs> I, I mean, I was doing it yesterday on Isle Royal, and you don't think of bug hatches out on Lake Superior. Yeah. There was bug hatches out there like crazy. There was these great big long flicks of dead wings creatures everywhere out there so well somebody told me yeah. that they get some pretty serious hatches out that way around you said isle royal yeah yeah because yeah, it's were... it's amazingly shallow out there yeah i think with all the all of the shallow reefs it must be uh perfect conditions to grow some of them aquatic bugs because yeah, there's uh lots of different kinds of moths out there on the water right now and and other Different kind of mayfly-looking things, and <laughs> dragonfly larvae. It's all going on out there right now. I like dragonflies. They're cool. But uh, when yeah, you've got yeah. a mayfly hatch, you might as well go back home. No fishing allowed. Yeah. No, when, the, when you're in the herd of the mayfly hatch, those fish get so full that they, they tend to take three four days off from, from eating, and which makes it kind of hard to put anything in the boat. But what do you do? Yeah. Anybody brought uh, monster fish in for a look-see? Um, well, most people I'm, are taking about a... About a week. I was going to yeah, say that most ago. people will catch a big fish and say, oh, nice big fish, measure it and put it back. They don't bring them home now. Right. Yeah. Usually when you hear about a big big fish, because everyone's got a cell phone in their pocket, then they, ah. they, they show you the picture of the monster that they released. But, yeah. Yeah. But we... Occasionally, we still get someone keeps one of the big ones to go bring down to the taxidermist. Yep, yep. That's that's okay too. Yeah, I uh, I've got my twenty no my thirty incher that uh, Randy Bow did, and it's still beautiful hanging on the wall. Yeah, yeah. That that Randy Bow, he's he does uh, pretty awesome work. Yeah, um, sure does. He's got a lake a lake trout of mine from Isle Royale from uh, a couple seasons ago. So. That must be about ready to pick up. So I should, uh, <laughs> I should get that. I should get that one on the on the wall here soon. Yeah, everybody should have one. Uh, it, did you you put the fish back though after you measured it? Not this one. No, I I I kept I kept one. I think the, we didn't get a get an accurate weight on it, but uh, it was it was as big as the cooler. And I think wow. we're looking at that about that. 36, 38 pound range. Woo. But, uh, yeah. I thought, yeah, we'll put them on the wall. Man, that's and then I'll never keep. I'll never keep another big one like that again. I will just, we'll just uh, release them and let them go. Yep, yep. Let them uh, go. If it's a her, probably if that big, should go out and have bigger babies. Yeah, yeah that's a good way to go. Um, I know you got more than just fishing there. Uh, you've got archery, and I talked to a couple of guys in the parking lot the other day, and they say this is the best archery place in northern Minnesota. Well, I'm honored to hear that, then. Yep. Our guys, I've never been more happy with the with the 
the guys they have working back in the in the archery, they, they do a real good job taking care of the customers. Well, they obviously no. know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, even even our, our young help back there, it um, you get put back in archery, you get so much business thrown at you in a in a couple of weeks time that uh, all those kids they get they get real good real quick because they're they're dealing with the same problems over and over and over again. And yeah. It, uh, it, that's the that's the best way to get good at something is to get buried in it. Just do it. So uh, if we're yep. going fishing, what do we need for bait on, let's say, Fish Lake, Island Lake, Pequon? Well, now that we're in the uh, the warm time of year, um, it's uh, it's just a train of people going out the door with the leeches and the crawlers now. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's hot. It's hard to. Uh, Hard to keep minnows alive, and uh, and leeches and crawlers are really uh, effective in this warmer water now. Mm-hmm. It's it's a real easy bait that you can set in your cooler, and and they they stay nice and happy. You're not having to worry with bubblers and the rest of it just to try to make your bait last today. Yep, yep. Keep those worms and leeches nice and chilly, and and your minnows too. All right, Johnny, your hours, and then we'll let you get back to work. All right. Um, bait shop opens up every morning at six. Archery opens at nine. We close them both down together, eight o'clock and uh, seven on Sundays. He's Johnny Charlstrom. He's the family legend. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care. See you next week. Got to take a break. We'll be back and talk more outdoors in just a second. I'm Tim Lesmeister, and this is from the pages of the Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. Does the distance between the weight and the bait on your live bait rig make a difference? According to one freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, it does. I'll tell you more, but first. Hey, Fleet Farm fans, you asked, we listened. You wanted lower prices? You got them. In-store, online. We drop prices everywhere. Lower prices on summer favorites like Liquid Pool Shock, Grillers Gold Barbecue Pellets, and Airhead Towables. Lower prices on big-name pet care like Purina Tidy Cats. Lower prices on Valvoline Motor Oils. All because you said so. Look for the bright green price drop signs to find new lower prices on everything you need for everyday life. Only at Fleet Farm. According to Freshwater Fishing Hall of Famer, Mr. Walleye Gary Roach, the distance between the weight and the bait on your live bait rig is very important. And here is why. On lakes that have walleyes that are heavily pressured, and we know what those lakes are, they're all over the upper Midwest, you want more distance between the weight and the bait. According to Roach, the walleyes on these lakes get conditioned to having a sinker go by and then something to eat. If they take that something to eat after that sinker goes by, they get caught. Many times released, they get conditioned. So you want to make sure that you have four, five, six, seven, even eight feet between the weight and the bait so that those fish that are conditioned don't leave your bait alone. Roach uses a rubber snubber to position that sinker so he doesn't need a long-handled net to be able to get out to net those fish. Now, on lakes where the walleyes aren't nearly as smart, 18 inches to 30 inches, that's all you need for a distance between the weight and the bait. This is from the pages of the Outdoor News. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. 
Um, give me some initials. What's that? Who's the initials of this? Oh, J.D. For the artist. John Denver? No, Jimmy Dorsey. <laughs> and his orchestra, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and chorus was so rare. So rare. Yeah. So big that fish, but very rare. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Speaking of rare, Dave Miller from Northwest Outlet in Superior. Top of the morning. Gosh, rare. Well, you know, I got to tell you, when, when, when that question came up, my first thought was John Denver, too. Right? <laughs> Tommy and Jimmy Dorsey, what a team uh, they were. Oh, gosh, you know, and you listen to those old older ones, and we've talked about it before, that, that serenade for a Sunday, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember. I got, stuck, to... I got stuck doing that one day, or a couple of weeks. It was fun. Yeah. It gets you sentimental just thinking about it, you yeah. know, and... But it, it's yeah. like this time of the year, it is hot out, isn't it? Oh, I hadn't noticed. 91 degrees in my yard yesterday. Oh, gosh. I, I was digging a trench yesterday out in Maple, and and, and I was really glad that I had my, my bug net on. Yeah. Our mosquitoes were out. And, uh, yeah, it's like you got to have long sleeves on and stuff to keep the sun off of you. Yeah. You're cooking inside. and. Uh, I just had the best that I could have, that was for sure. But, you know, I, as I'm listening to the show and stuff, I was reading an article the other day about these folks uh, who had gone up to Isle Royale to go backpacking. Oh, yeah. Isle Royale, you know you know what it's like. The ferry comes in at either end. Yep. And people get dropped off, or the float plane for that matter, too. People get dropped off, and so you got this big congregation of folks all of a sudden in one spot. About 40 people. Yeah, they're taking off heading for other places, and these people kind of got caught up in the rush, and and so they they take off, and I mean they're doing long miles and hard walking, and and they were probably well over halfway through the length of the island before they finally realized it. It's like you know what, if we just slow down a little bit, we're going to enjoy this area a whole lot more, and 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 it's like. So many times in life, it's it's that way too. It's like hurry up, rush to get someplace. You know, it's it just everything is also action packed, and 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 then you turn around and you head home. And sometimes you just don't have enough time. But boy, it is nice to be able to stop and smell the roses. And 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 you know, it's it's like we just got to do that more. That's uh, pretty profound, Dave. <laughs> But well, you're right. Um, I, Isle Royal, <clears throat> when we got there, we got off the boat and we went on a, a guided tour, uh, maybe a mile or so. It was interesting. Yep. But is there more to the trails than that? Oh, gosh, yeah. There's there's the Feltman Ridge Trail that goes kind of from the west end down, down and around and comes back up um, with a number of campsites. There's the Greenstone Ridge Trail that runs the length of the island. Mm. There's, uh, you know, there's uh, the the Manong Ridge Trail runs the north side of the island. That's the rugged one, but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of options, and and there's a lot of options whether you want a day hike or whether you want to backpack the whole island, and you know, so many like with Isle Royal, just getting there is a challenge yeah. in terms of expense and yeah. and whatever, and so it's like once you get there, just enjoy the place for a little bit, and sometimes you either you gotta you got to take off and get ahead of the crowd. Or sometimes the best thing is just stick around for a day and let the rest of the crowd disappear, and then you got to kind of hold to yourself. Where do you stay when you're on the islands? 
Well, you know, there, there's all kinds of campsites on the island. Yeah. And a number of them have shelters, and a lot of them are on the water, too, where there's docks and stuff. And my dark telephone's ringing here, but it's I, hopefully you can't hear it. And uh, No, it's um, okay. Yeah, and... And so, and then there's a number of these uh, Adirondack type shelters that are yeah. at, at a lot of places, but of course those fill up fast. And um, you know, when we go over there nowadays, it's it's with the boat, and we stay on the boat, and it's not a very big boat, but we're cozy on it. And and uh, but in in the old days, you know, you brought a tent and and you found a spot where you could pitch it, and hopefully at a dock if you were boating, if you were backpacking. You know, you you came across sites. Sometimes you had to share, and it's the same thing with the Superior Hiking Trail too. There's a lot of nice campsites, but depending on the time of the time of the year and the 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 time of the week, they get kind of busy. But hmm. yeah, there's there's a lot of great places to stay, and and whether you're day hiking, doing a loop, whether you're going to doing a lollipop out and back or whatever, um, yeah, there's there's a lot to see. And a lollipop. And, a lollipop. That, it's it's like where you go out and then you do a circle on a trail oh, and back and yeah. come down and you know I, like uh, there's one up at Cold Point Lodge where you go up from okay. Cold Point and you, you pick up the hiking trail and you you swing around and you come back on it and uh, there's like at uh, the Split Rock River waste rest area there's there's it's not really a lollipop it's just a loop that you can do but yeah. kind of nice for hiking you got to watch that one because it. You're, you're crossing the river on the rocks, and you know right now you probably can walk anywhere. But <laughs> if the water's running high, it's uh, sometimes we've done that hike where we end up turning around and coming back. Well, after this weekend, it may be pretty gushy. Oh, I I, I, hope. I, I hope that we get some rain, and and I hope we get a little bit of rain, let it soak in, get that ground ready to take more and more, and and uh, do it. Because gosh, we we've got August grass going out here right now. Yep. Me too. It's almost yeah. on fire. Hey, uh, you're at Northwest Outlet in Superior. What we do you are. got? You got some deals? Oh, gosh, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, Columbia, North Face, Carhartt, um, all of the sandals, the, the summer hats, the zip-off pants, the SPF shirts, the bug bug stuff, the camping gear, the fishing gear. I'm trying to think all the things, and then you go over to the <laughs> topper building, and and you got all the truck accessories and toppers and stuff with Brian over there. So yeah, there's there's all kinds of outdoor stuff going on, folks, and you know, smart wool socks, uh, darn tough socks. I'm trying to think of all this stuff, rubber boots, work clothes. We we got a lot of things to see, and right now a lot of people are coming from down south with yep. t-shirts and shorts, and they need sweatshirts, and then we got them. So, yeah, we're open 9 until 6 on weekdays, 9 to 5.30 on Saturday, closed on Sunday. Folks, get out, enjoy yourselves. I found my second tick yesterday. Yay. Um, have fun. Tick check every night. And get those kids out and wear them out. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. I wonder if he sells lollipops. Lollipop, lollipop. Lollipop, lollipop. Take it to the lollipop trail. Into a, a break, and then we'll be back. He did say that. I know. Time now for a Natural Resources Minute, brought to you by the Minnesota DNR. Are you interested in outdoor recreation? Are you looking for new ways to get outdoors or looking to build outdoor skills? The DNR Fish and Wildlife Outreach section is here to help with weekly webinars to help you get started in the outdoors. 
Weekly programs include hunting, fishing, shooting sports, and other outdoor pursuits to help you with first-hand information, tips and tactics to get your outdoor adventures started. Visit the DNR website at mndnr.gov forward slash discover for program topics, registration, and recorded episodes. For more information, visit mndnr.gov or call 888-646-646. 6367. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Matt King's pretty busy up there at Fisherman's Corner. <laughs> Apparently so. So we'll let him you know, deal with the customers and winnow through the minnows. Um, I like that. I'm not sure exactly. I guess if I was going to get Crawl minnows, through the crawlers. Glom onto a leech? Ah, that would work. Leech onto a leech, I suppose. Do you ever touch a leech? I've had them uh, stuck on me, and I had no choice but to touch them if I wanted to get them off of me. How about fishing? Uh, I've never fished with a leech. Okay. Um, pretty icky at first. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, they just about the time that Al Linder was in uh, introducing his Lindy rig. My only experience with fishing was with worms. That's about the... Uh, it's the only bait I ever used when I was a kid. I think even today, <laughs> as inexperienced as you yeah. are, if you just put a worm on a hook right. and dropped it down there, you probably get something. And we had a big grassy area across from our street from our house. With every uh, time in the morning, you could go and pick as many worms as you want. Well, a lot of people call them dew worms. Yeah. Or, uh, Uh-oh. Oh, it's Matt. But well, tell him to call uh, the, the uh, Matt. The, the call right seven. Number. Two two zero eight three nine. Thanks. <laughs> uh, it's too bad. We don't have a lot of time. Well, we do too. Well, we get we'll wait time. for him to All ring right. up. But uh, when fishing, leeches. Um, mm-hmm. After you get, I don't know. You get used to them. It's not a big deal. But for oh, little yeah. kids, it's pretty icky. Well, here in my hometown, <clears throat> we uh, we made spinner baits. I know. Antigo, uh, yeah, their yep. MEPS is huge. MEPS and uh, another one, Suic, had the big musky lures that they made. Oh, uh, yeah. They're we still used big. To, uh, yeah, we used to uh, hunt squirrels and get money for squirrel tails from these guys. Did you? Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I dreamed of that. I don't that. know how much they paid, I but saw it, the it ad wasn't in, a whole lot. But. I saw that ad in some newspaper. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I never got that squirrel ah. to turn in. Yeah. Well, we still got no Matt. Uh, uh, Wisconsin is talking about fish kills. Uh, DNR out of Madison uh, is talking about how warm it's been, as we've had up here, too. And it explains, uh, in fact, why don't you tap in? If you're interested about the uh, fish kills in Wisconsin, tap into Wisconsin DNR and they'll they'll give you about it. Okay, there's Matt, I think. Flip that button there and we'll get Matt King, top of the morning. How are you doing? The fish, the the phone service was out up here, and uh, oh. I drove, uh, so it's been out. So I drove away from the uh, store, and all of a sudden it popped back on. I was listening to you on the radio there, and it uh, popped back on. So I I thought I'd give you a holler. Well, I'm glad you did. Are you at the Dairy Queen now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually down by uh, towards Proctor. Wow, you went a long way. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad you did. What kind of what are how are the anglers doing out there? What are they grabbing? Really good. Um, you know, uh, yesterday I heard uh, you know Fish Lake uh, was really good with the on a leech bite. Okay. Um, 
And uh, but the the one problem they had, and this is a real a real good problem, is uh, you couldn't catch anything, uh, you know, to keep. Yeah, they were all uh, seventeen to twenty four. Wow. So, yeah, so those are nice fish. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, but they got that slot in there, um, and so you you can't keep those fish. But you know, that's still a good fishery, and that's a good day of fishing. So, yeah, that's uh, good solid stuff. How deep do you think? Uh, he they didn't say, but. Uh, you know, I'm guessing they're in that somewhere between 10 to 15 foot range. Um, you know, and, and uh, it sounded like a really good bite uh, in the morning. So, uh, you know, and, and guys have been doing pretty good. You know, we're starting to get into trolling some crankbaits and things like that too. Uh, you know, as this water warms up. So, yeah. But uh, fishing's been fishing's been good. Um, the bass guys are really getting after it, and all that's been really good. Uh, my son's been out quite a bit. He's been catching a lot of bass. Uh, some of my workers been out catching bass. Um, you know, fishing this year overall has been really good, um, just everywhere. Uh, hey, Matt, and, before and we leave, you got you got a couple of good deals for us. I did. Uh, we we extended our firearm sale, so uh, up to a hundred dollars off. We got fifty to a hundred dollars off on every firearm in the in the store. And we've got our rain gear is 30% off electronics at 5% off. We get 10% off all rods and reels. Uh, we got some good deals. Come on up and check it out. We're fully stocked up. So Beautiful. Well, Matt, appreciate it, and uh, sorry about the phone problem. Yeah, sounds good. We'll talk to you next week. Rick. Keep a Have tight a line. Weekend. Thank you very much. Matt King of Fisherman's Corner, right across from the Dairy Queen, just up from the boat launch at Pike Lake. Get out there. Have some fun today. What a line. Doggone it. <laughs> Catch you next week on the Outdoor <laughs> Friends.